Welcome everyone to the 2017 U.S. Open version of the Advantage Deuce podcast. I'm here with my cohort, Andrew Riches. Hello. Hi, Andrew. And just off the uh, top here, I think um, we need, <laughs> folks, we need to let Andrew vent a little bit. He's been watching some tennis and having, um, well, a little bit of hangups with the with the commentators. There's been some issues with the commentators. Please, Andrew, take the floor, uh, call them out, and uh, let go of all that aggression. So I understand that as the job, you need to say something. But when you listen to a three and a half hour match of someone calling the incorrect serves that someone's going to make, it gets rather annoying. And it's it's pretty douchey. Just like assuming all the time, well, they're going to do this. Yep. And you know, this is going to happen. And this guy is not going to lose, which brings me great pleasure when the exact opposite happens which appears to be happening a lot during the U.S. Open. I've been seeing some trends. It's, um, it just seems extra aggressive, and I'm sick and tired of commentators just screwing it up. Just screwing it up. You know? Every time, every time Zverev's older brother won a match against somebody... Who is just gonna outserve him? There's no way John Isner is gonna lose to Older Zverev. It's favoritism. Fucking favoritism. And that was a great match for me to watch and laugh every time. Zverev. Oh, earlier. Returned the biggest server's return in the game and eventually won. Well, earlier today. Sharapova is playing mm-hmm. and they are saying well she's going to end up playing Sloane Stevens in the next round yeah and the other commentator had to correct her and be like if Sloane wins right well yeah if if she wins well she's down 3-0 right now in the opening set oh maybe I'm executing a little bit of favoritism yeah okay Sloane Stevens won I get it I get it I understand but there's fucking favoritism going on. Even when Sharapova and Halep were playing, they were stroking Sharapova's ego and just celebrating oh. her existence. And Halep, they were criticizing everything that she was doing and like, oh, she looks tired. Oh, she looks done. Oh, she like just constantly negative narrative towards Halep and this like, oh, Sharapova, champion. <laughs> Yeah, with um, it was really interesting. I'll I'll bring up the Nadal, the last Nadal match where he lost the first set, and uh, and they started losing their shit. Oh, Nadal's in trouble. He's in trouble. Mm. And right when he lost, I remember thinking, this is what Nadal does. He figured him out just now, and it's gonna be a nice, easy game for Nadal starting here. And then he won. Six three six one six four. It's like they're buddies, or they think that they have a relationship with specific tennis players, so they cheer for them. Uh, just un- doesn't make sense unconsciously, you know, because Nadal doesn't make friends with anybody. He just comes and does his job, and then him and his entourage walk off, right? Yeah. Federer, he's probably pretty nice to everybody, and people like to constantly. Well, he's a likable guy. Sure, but I just mean Serena, Roger. 
Sharapova, they have this, like they they hesitate to criticize them the mm-hmm. way that they should. If they're they don't they don't equally criticize everyone. They hold back and they keep calling Alexander Sasha, and I'm getting upset. Yeah, it's gonna continue forever <laughs> because he asked them to. Yeah, I know. It's fine. It's fine, Andrew. Mm-hmm. It's fine. You got anything to say about Wimbledon? Uh, well. Men and women. I'm happy. I'm happy. Federer won. Good for him. I think Muguruza is my new favorite tennis player. Oh, she just lost. I know she did, but she lost to Kvitova. I know. And that, and Kvitova, that's okay. That's the the best story. How can you not cheer for her? No, no, I feel I'm, like I didn't really care about her at all before, yeah. and now I just want her to win. She's the chick that beat Eugenie. So I know. I know. You have a little bit of sting there, but then you hear that story and then you're like, man, and then she's always so, she handles herself so well in interviews and stuff. And yeah, when I saw Muguru's loss to Kvitova, I was like, well, I'm okay with Kvitova winning. That was an entertaining match. They were playing, it was like powerhouse versus powerhouse. That's cool. Every shot was like hardcore, super powerful. Well, Kvitova is quite a bit older than Muguru's Mm -hmm. as well. So whatever. I think they're like two of the heaviest hitters on the female side. As long as Coco Vandeweghe like f- just gets embarrassed before she <laughs> gets to the final and just loses real bad, I'll be I'll be good. I if, want Sloan to yeah. to win. I like I like Sloan. If Coco Vandeweghe wins the U.S. Open, I will puke in my mouth. The American women are taken over. I that that's fine, they're and I'm sure. Dancing. There's a bunch of people out there that love Coco Vandeweghe, and they're probably American, and they probably think it's hilarious that she acts like an asshole, but that's not tennis. And if you're a right. tennis purist, then you'll find that stuff distasteful to a certain degree, regardless of whether yeah. it's the U.S. Open or not. It's a little not. overboard. It is. If you're going to be like that, I think you need to just go full-blown and be like, um, uh, what's-his-face from Australia that I love? Curios. Curios, yeah, just mm-hmm. overboard, and then it's okay. Yeah, but Kyrgios like isn't. Far gone. Kyrgios is getting mad and acting like a a baby and doing in a like unethical things. He's not um, talking shit to the other players, is he? Right, and that's the thing too is that most of the time when you do something awesome, you do the scream and you yell at your bench, mm-hmm. and she does not do that. Or you give a a glance across the net. Mm-hmm. You don't. Throw your hands up like, what What up, bitch? Yeah. You don't do that kind of stuff. It is unacceptable. And we hate her. We here it's at true. Advantage Deuce hate Coco Vandevoy <laughs> <laughs> from the very fiber of our being. And that being said, um, yeah, great. Uh, Federer won Wimbledon, yada, yada, yada. And his little tears when he sat down make me sick as well. So whatever. Tears of joy after 19 majors. Come on, dude. Yeah, he's going to win another one. I bet his wife is up there in the stands like, you didn't cry at the second set of twins. <laughs> Why did you cry at this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I also have a new nickname for Sharapova. What's that? <clears throat> Annoying Pova or Annoyapova. Annoyapova. <laughs> yeah. The <laughs> loudest the loudest of them all. It's interesting that you like Muguruza because she's she's a little on the louder side also. I'll take it. It's fine. Yeah. I'll criticize Sharapova for the same thing that Muguruza does, and I'll celebrate Muguruza for the same thing that annoys me about Sharapova. Yeah. Well, she did also win Wimbledon, right? In tribute. In tribute to the uh, to the uh, commentators. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm actually kind of into the women's side this year. Muguruza won Wimbledon. Ostapenko won the French. Yeah, I'm, Ostapenko. Yeah. I want her to succeed now, even though I still want Halep to actually win something big. Well, that's the thing, too, is that they were calling Sharapova's thing an upset. And I was like, oh, yeah, the five-time Grand Slam champion upset the one that hasn't won a Grand Slam. The, the one that wins all the thousand tournaments. Good one. No Grand Slams, yeah. Real good one, guys. All right. Yeah. Before we jump in um, to the U.S. Open here and talk about what's happened and what's going to happen, Andrew, let's play our little game. Yes, let's. Our game where we take the top ten and we each choose someone to drop out of the top ten. And then we do the top, the 11 through 20, who's going to drop out, who's going to move up. And then we'll do 20 through 30 as well. Okay. So top 10, Rafa Nadal, number one, motherfucker. Number one. He's Suck it. Lose that position. Suck it. In uh, two days. Why? Because uh, whoever wins between him and Federer takes the number one spot. Oh, really? Points. Yep. Is that because Federer? They, if they wait, both make it. Who, who Federer didn't play in the U.S. Open last year? No. So it's all fresh points for him. Yeah. What about? Uh, okay, last year Nadal made it to the round of sixteen, so he's already got back to zero. So it's all new points for him after this. Yes. Okay. So basically, Federer gets one hundred and eighty points more than him, and that will not put him in first if Nadal makes the final. So you can go to hell. No, if Nadal makes the final, then he stays at number one. If he makes the final, I thought you said whoever That's, wins. Oh, right, because well, they're on them, the same. They're on the them, same side of the. Playing, they would play in the semifinal. They're on the same side of the. Uh, yeah. Thing. Okay. Which is another annoyance. Yeah, that is kind of stupid. They were they were talking about that on other sports shows, and yeah, I get it, but it's not like they knew what was going to happen no, with but withdrawals. Once, like they didn't know Raonic was going to withdraw. They didn't know Murray was going to withdraw. They should have just changed the whole draw and just moved him down oh you mean when the news came out yeah yeah there might be regulations about that though i don't know i feel like it's it's atrocious okay it's atrocious this bottom half is like weak yeah it's gonna create a shitty final i get it yeah but it'll be a great semi-final although which means, this is what we wanted we wanted new fresh uh, blood it means that we'll get to watch fresh blood a great match in the semi-final <laughs> and then you know sleep in on sunday <laughs> you know I don't know I don't want to watch them fall to their knees and cry and, and win I want to watch them play each other yeah so it's actually better this way for me <laughs> that's fun I'm trying to I'm trying to work it out okay pay attention okay Nadal Murray Federer Stan Jokovic Sasha yeah Selich Team Dimitrov Nishikori that's your top 10 a lot of old guys at the top there yeah it's an old man sport who's dropping out Who's dropping out? Uh, well, it's obviously Dimitrov. It is Dimitrov. Yeah, you can't keep it up. Although he's getting points from this tournament, and Nishikori is not. Right. So maybe it's got to be Nishikori. Is Nishikori is not playing in this tournament at all, right? No, he's uh, was hurt. I think also. Yeah. There's a lot of people pulling out. And Dimitrov made a couple rounds, so he'll get more points. You so, know who I'm gonna say is dropping out? Who? Djokovic. Ha. <laughs> 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 between now and well he's taking the rest of the year off right so yeah. he's he's not gonna bounce back until australia so yeah he'll lose more points but not enough to drop out of the top 10 yeah I and guess so. actually i'm gonna say that nobody's gonna drop out because there's a quite a separation there between 10th and 11th 
and then an even bigger separation between 12th and 10th. So uh, I think Rionich is going to be back. I think uh, I think Rionich will go in and Nishikori will fall out. Okay. All right. That's that's what I think. We'll get on board with that. That's fine. That or no one does because it's, right. it's, it's a pretty big jump there. I mean, Song yeah. is 2,600. Nishikori is 3,200 basically. That's a big swing. I don't see it happening. But, you know, whatever. So you're saying Rounich is going to move up? Yeah, that's pretty lame though. 11, 10 and 11 swapping. Anyway. Yeah, well, Rounich falling out of the top 10 is just par for the course. He can't win. He won't yeah. win. He's going to suffer like this. This is his lot in life. He's going to spend the rest of his career sitting at uh, mm-hmm. 9 through 15. Mm-hmm. And uh, our our new hero is going to be number one. <laughs> what new hero is that? Shapovalov. Oh, Shapovalov. I think Shapovalov has actual real fire inside of him, and he will he will rise. I think he's got he's got the skills too. He's fun to watch play. Got the skills. Got the emotion. Yeah. You know he knows what to do with all that adrenaline. Milos just like okay okay I need to calm down I need to meditate. And I not, think he needs to just start serving cannonballs again. Not be emotional. I need to do better. I need yeah. to do better. Okay, what about uh, 10 through 20? What do you got? 10 through 20. Well, oh boy. That seems like it's probably going to stay the same. Sam Query is going to make a big jump because he just, he's moving ahead right now. At least it seems like that's the case. Yeah, what to make of Query? He always plays good at the end of the year. It's like his, when they mm. start playing in the U.S., he plays good. Know. There was quite a while, quite a period of time where he was absolutely useless. So... Yeah, I guess just the last couple of years. Yeah, he's 29. He could be coming into his own, but I mean, he's beating guys like Misha Zverev, and he's beating a broken Jokovic that everybody overreacted to. So, uh, yeah, no. You know, you know who's gonna make that. a move probably into the top 20 is uh, Del Potro, and he's further yeah. down. Yeah, Del Potro will keep moving up. That's true, and we can talk about it that, that way. We don't have to. Uh, hey, look at my guy. Karen Kachanov, already at 29th in the world. Motherfuckers rising. Yeah, that's sweet. It is. It is sweet. I mean, Kyrgios, you want to you bet on him, but you can't. You it's have hard. no idea what he's going to do. Goffin, you, you have to look at his point structure to find out what's happening because, um, like, last year he went out in the round of 128 for 10 points. So he's getting some more points from the U.S. Open for sure. Mm-hmm. Is he still in it? He is. So he could keep going and playing Nadal, potentially. So Goffin could get, you know, another 200 points added to his thing, and then he'd have to get past the quarterfinals in Shanghai to add any more points. So he's probably going to stick in that uh, 10 to 15 area until the calendar turns. Yeah, but he's good, too. I I think he's he's a top 10 guy. Oh, yeah, he'll get back up there. He's just bouncing back from that injury, and Mm -hmm. he's just had... uh, he had to bail out of Wimbledon, so he lost some points there. And had a shitty showing last year at US Open, which he's improving on right now. And yeah, like I said, I just mean like Shanghai, he has to hit the quarterfinals to match what he did last year. So right. I think he'll he'll gain probably 200 points and then he'll probably just sit there. Yeah. Yeah, so. that'll be a next year advancement mm. kind of thing. Yeah. That's basically what I'm saying, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think, yeah, the only movement we're really going to see is Nish is probably going to fall out. If Raonic comes back from this injury, he'll he'll bounce back up probably. Dimitrov's in danger of bouncing out potentially, but he's got that 3,700 points, so I doubt it. The movement's going to come from Nish and 
Raonich, and mm-hmm. like you said, Delpo is going to move up. And then our boy, our fucking boy. Oh, yeah. Shapovalov. The, the points didn't come on soon enough. He had to qualify. Yeah. That's, well, that's and what then, makes it even more impressive, that he had to go through three qualifiers just to get in the fucking tournament and then yeah. went to town. I love it. And uh, he gets 180 points for making it to the round of 16. So that bounces him up to 900 and, 900 and some. Yeah. So, 901 points or something. And then that basically puts him up to like 52, I think. Yeah, they're estimating 51 or 52. Yeah. So around there. And he's just going to keep building on that. I mean, he's got some more clout now. The, the more he rises up these rankings, the more he gets the automatic entry and the more he can just focus on improving. Yeah, and you know what's interesting about him is uh, his goal was to make it into the top 150. Mm-hmm. And uh, now he thinks that getting into 50 is totally doable this year. Well, you're seeing a lot of this. You're seeing a lot of this stuff happen. I mean, we already talked about the next-gen final contenders, but Francis Tiafo um, and Shapovalov are probably, for this tournament, two of the biggest, like, who the fuck are you guys? Mm-hmm. Uh, Rublev is still in it, right? And Rublev is one of these guys, and that's crazy. And Rublev, uh, Rublev took out uh, Dimitrov, didn't he? Yeah, in straight sets, he yeah. took out Dimitrov in straight sets. So this guy's no joke. I think a bunch of them are doing pretty good. Yeah, that I mean, we we nailed it. We said the story this year could potentially be the turning of the page, and it fucking is. All these guys are rising up faster than anyone expected. All of them. Yeah. Except for my boy, except for my, except for my boy, Taylor. And I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) That'll come. He's super young. Yeah. Well, Karen Kachanov. What's that? Kachanov is, is, is a huge leap forward. Medvedev's there. Like you were, I think you were about to say something about him. Donaldson. Korich has been disappointing to them. (laughs) At number three on this list. No, but they say he was supposed to be the next best thing. Next big thing. He had some injuries. He got held back. He didn't develop areas of his game or isn't apparently developing areas of his game or something this uh korean guy chung he's slowly making waves mm-hmm. it's gonna just keep i don't know it just keeps happening right like all these young guys are just saying no Korch Korch beats Varev. yeah he did and then he went out fast after that to whoever but anderson yeah which anderson's doing his thing which might upset you but well, uh here let's just get into it let's just Talk about this bracket. The the Nadal <laughs> okay. quarter. What do you got? In the Nadal quarter, I have Nadal. Yeah. And then I had him against Burdick, which he's playing Dogopolov. Yeah. Did you have Dogopolov going deep? No, I had. <laughs> I did not. No, me I neither. had him going out first round against Truff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't. Didn't have him doing anything. What about this Fanini storyline? You hear about this? Uh, No. Oh, you didn't hear about the Fanini storyline. Oh, is this him getting upset and getting fined? Uh, he got kicked out of the tournament. <laughs> yeah. Right. But Fanini, he had already lost the singles, didn't he? Um, yeah, I think so. But I think it was during the singles match was when he did what he did. Right. He was uh, being aggressive verbally to uh, he was He was making uh, sexist, misogynist slurs oh. um, towards okay. the umpire. Yeah, and then they kicked him out of the doubles. They kicked him out of the whole tournament, yeah. Yeah. They fined him and kicked him out completely, which which fucked his doubles partner. Right. You got to think about it that way. So, yeah, way to go, Fanini. You're uh, 
you're tip top there, bud. Quite a awesome. quite a child. Quite, quite, yeah, quite a child we have there. Lose your shit. You gotta just not be sexist. Well, it's kind of this has got to be one of the lamest brackets in this yeah. quarter ever. I mean, you've got Troiki, previous drug fiend, <laughs> uh, making it deeper. Dolgopolov winning. Oh, I mean, I don't yeah. mind. I don't mind Dolgopolov, but fuck, he's kind of boring right now. And Leonardo Mayer going out relatively quickly and this Tommy Paul kid who's on the next gen he went out first round like it's just it's it's Nadal's quarter like you can just basically hand him this quarter yeah although my picks are are very far off for like yeah the next couple sections of this draw uh i i don't know i made some obvious mistakes but you know you never have a perfect bracket my my next quarter is actually pretty good aside from the Dimitrov upset i uh don't really have a lot of mistakes yeah i had uh goffin and mafis playing but i had mafis winning i had goffin beating mafis i had dimitrov getting all the way and then yeah I had and D- beating dimitrov. beating goffin so uh rublev uh, yeah. I, i'm interested to see what rublev's got because it looks like mofi uh retired is that mm-hmm. right with full body pain oh jesus he said full body pain i don't know what that is i don't know it doesn't sound good. It to those like of you, who, to, to those of you who don't know, Andrew is a, a hardcore Mofi fan, and he's just, <laughs> he's so much yeah, fun. That, in combined with his love of Ronich, is just going to depress him. <laughs> yeah. Moving forward, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm interested to see what Rublev does against Goffin. I like Goffin, but I want to see what this Rublev kid's got in the tank because that's crazy. Yeah, and it looks like um, he's been winning pretty straightforward. Yeah. Yeah, like there's compared straight to sets. like Goffin had a five setter against uh, Pella. <laughs> yeah, you got to think Rublev might overwhelm him, but it depends. It all depends on how the two different uh, gameplays line up against each other. Yeah, I don't know. I think Goffin's probably going to win. He's a little bit of a technician. That's cool. Nadal and Goffin would be a decent uh, quarterfinal. Yeah, that would be fun to watch. Yeah. Sure. What about uh, Federer's quarter here? What have we got? Uh, I had Federer. Uh, against Curios and Curios went out right away. Mm-hmm. I had, the rest uh, of my thing looks green, so I had the same thing. Mine's all red, yeah. but I had Curios going uh, going up against Federer. Keep uh, it's like whenever I don't pick him, he does well. Whenever I do, he fucking flames <laughs> yeah. out. Yeah. yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, that sounds about right. Not a lot else going on here. Maybe Mil- Milman a bit of a. I mean, he beat. Curious, and then went on. Uh, and then he played uh, some guy that I've never heard of with the flag. I don't know. Jaziri. Yeah. 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 Cole Schreiber's kind of old. Federer should be able to dispatch him. A walkover. Yeah, it'll be pretty straightforward. I I went with uh, Kuznetsov to make it up against Federer, but Lopez took him out. So. Mm-hmm. And then. Yeah. So did I. That's uh, exactly what I had. And then I've got my green, my very green quarter with Team and Del Potro. I had both of them right, but it's only on the, those sides. The guys coming up against them are... Ooh, mine right. Mine is all green, except for I had Bellucci beating Brown, and I had uh, Karlovic beating Frantangelo, and those are the only red that I have. Oh, I got two Karlovic, and uh, then I've got uh, Brown beating Bautista Agut. It, uh, um, but yeah, I have Delpo and team in here. And it then it hurt me. Team, team beating Delpo. 
it hurt me <laughs> to put team in front of Fritz. Yeah. Yeah. But it was the right decision, obviously. And Manorino, you didn't continue. You got nailed by team. I have Delpo beating team. So I think yeah. I'd rather see Delpo and Federer anyway. Yeah, that would be entertaining. I feel like either way, either one of them against Federer will be a fun match. This next quarter, I had Chung and Kachanov. Uh, I had Query and Zverev. Uh, you you called it? I did, yeah. Okay. What a boring quarter. Yeah. That is terrible. Super boring. I also called Query winning, which happened just now. Okay. So. Well, that's great. Uh, well, let's talk about the quarter below that with his brother, Alexander Zverev. Um, yeah. I had Alexander Zverev going pretty far in this tournament, so I've got red all over the place. Yeah, so did I. I had him versus Sock, and yeah, I had, know how that yeah, worked out. I had Sock as well. And what happened? Uh, Lorenzi, like 50-year-old Lorenzi uh, versus, you know how Anderson. old Lorenzi is? He's the fucking oldest guy in the tour, I swear to God. And then Kevin Anderson and... Hey, I'm the one that told you a while back that Kevin Anderson was used to be a great tennis player and he could bounce back. You said he was done. And you were like, fuck that guy. You said he was no, done. No, you said he was fucking done. No, I didn't. That's no. not true. Have you got to gotta re-listen to those episodes. Re- replay the tape for me the then. exact opposite. You find the tape. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, Anderson's going to go up against Query. What a fucking terrible quarterfinal. Yeah, that's pretty bad. It is bad. And then our boy... Chapovalov, he takes out Medvedev, he takes out Sanga, he takes out Edmund, and he falls to Carino Busta, and thank God, because if he didn't, there'd be some comparison there. There'd be some, uh, hey, hey, didn't didn't Milos lose to Carino Busta earlier this year? (laughs) (laughs) I had had him against Mahu. Mayhew? Yeah. How did you just say that? Mahu. 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 Yeah, well. Mahut. I had Carino Busta versus Edmund, so I was close to calling oh, it. Yeah. But now Carino Busta is going to play Schwartzman because Murray withdrew and Selich took his place in the draw, and Selich went down to Schwartzman. Yeah. And Schwartzman and took out Pui. So I remember watching Kokonakis play Wimbledon and thinking he's the real deal. He's the real shit from Australia. He's going to go far. So I had him going against Pui, and he went out first round against Tipserovich. Yeah, I don't know much about Kokonakis. I do know that Schwartzman has in waves. He he he's played really well in waves. So much so that I've picked him in previous tournaments to go farther, and then he didn't. So he he's got these hills and valleys to his performance. But if we're if we're assuming that Nadal and Federer are on a collision course for the semifinal, which means Federer will beat either team or Del Potro and Nadal will beat Goffin or Rublev. Um, so we're if we're assuming that semifinal happens, then who is going to arrive in the final to meet one of those? Because um, Query is going to go... I think, honestly, your best bet is Anderson. Well, Query is going to face Anderson, so you're saying Anderson's going to beat him. Yeah, well, I think it's going to be uh, Anderson or Query that does it. And Carino so Busta. Whoever wins that is winning. Who this wins side. Who wins Busta against Schwartzman? I'd say Carino Busta. Yeah, I think it's Busta. I think Busta is going to be the finalist. Yeah, that would make me happier because he was boring to watch play Shapovalov, but. Uh, he's, he's good. He's, he's good. Like, he just he plays super safe, but he doesn't get errors. Like, he gets the ball back. Yeah. 
I think Anderson's not going to make it. I think it's going to be Carino Busta versus Nadal in the U.S. Open final. And Nadal will win. And you will eat my shit. I think um, Federer is going to beat everyone. Yeah? Is Although, that what you think? Let's... In my bracket, I called a Federer Zverev final and Zverev winning. Oh, so you're a liar. <laughs> That's what okay. I called. Well, but I think young, I think Federer is going to win. Young Tyafo pushed Federer five sets. Yeah. And then Yuzni, Mikhail fucking Yuzni pushed Yuzni Federer to, warm to five up. sets. Yeah, Federer just to took out up. Lopez in three sets. But yep. that's two matches where he's gone five and one where he's gone three. And Federer can't do that, man. The man's I know, had, he's done. He's He'll had, win the rest three sets straight. No, he's had back surgeries. You can't do that shit. <laughs> you can't play that much. Nadal, he's in a much better place physically to take this. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't disagree with that, but still, I don't know. I like think Delpo is not going to go out in three or team. Like, it doesn't matter how many sets he plays against Cole Schreiber. He's going to ha- have a longer match against team and Delpo. And that's going to, and then he's got to face Nadal after that? Yep. Okay. I'll do it all. All right. You heard it here first, folks. Andrew's a son of a bitch. Mm hmm. Got him to get more titles than uh, than Serena. That won't happen. He's got a ways to go. It won't happen. It yeah. Won't happen. I don't know. Um, yeah. So obviously I'm saying Nadal, you're saying Federer, and uh, that's about it. I mean, what else do we have to look forward to for the rest of the year? Nothing. Well, the finals, which don't really mean much. All the big dogs are sitting down. Although, uh, no, that's not true. What we have to look forward to is the next-gen finals. Hmm. Or we can see people possibly yeah. beat Zverev, although probably not. When does that happen? In 64 days, 7 hours, 38 minutes, and 10 seconds. Italy, November. That's a good spot for it. Yeah. No, that'll be good. Did you see that new, um, it's probably free promotion here, but did you see that um, new streaming website? No. It's called D-A-Z-N, pronounced Dazone. Dazone. <laughs> They are out of England, and they secured the rights in Canada for streaming all NFL football. That so means it, nothing to me. It's no longer available on other oh, really? service providers, like the Sunday Ticket and the Red Zone and all that stuff. I'm getting to a point. I know that I know that football means nothing to you. So I'm looking it up, and it says it's twenty dollars a month for the streaming service. And you know what else it has? ATP. Yeah. WTA. Yeah interesting all the lower level like 250s and stuff has access to all of it that's cool and i'm seriously considering signing up for this thing just for the football season and and also checking out all the other sports that it offers because it offers a bunch of european stuff too you know like Mm -hmm. soccer and rugby and stuff i think but it's gonna be interesting because i'm like it's difficult to watch those 250 tournaments sometimes because there's sometimes no commentators at all or sometimes oh, there is that's, i wish there was just no commentators <laughs> all the time <laughs> or there is commentators and it's just a couple of asshats in a arena and you're like how the fuck does this tournament even exist yeah why do people come to this thing it's like a gymnasium it's ridiculous but well, i'd watch it you get some uh people of more similar skill level playing well, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe I'll sign up for it. Maybe the next time you uh, swing by, you'll be able to check it out. Mm-hmm. And with that said, folks, uh, we're probably going dark until the Aussie Open. I mean, we always make promises and break them, so we'll just be honest. I don't know. I think next gen finals. We'll we'll do a do we'll something. do a November 
release. Okay. All right. Next gen ATP finals, November. We'll do a special one. Yep. We'll celebrate Pachinov and Taco. We'll do a live stream. Francis Typho. We'll do a live stream where we watch the whole tournament via (laughs) 20 hours. Play by play. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do our own commentating. We'll do the commentators. Yeah. We'll do the commentators. You can put us over top of the stuff. Right. Ah, genius. Live stream. That's the way around this. No nonsense commentating or all nonsense. Genius. You heard it here, folks. Nadal is going to win the U.S. Open. Unless. Unless Federer does. <laughs> In which case. We called it here. We called it here. And if Carino Busta wins the U.S. Open, we might not do any more podcasts. <laughs> at all. The end of Advantage Deuce. Yeah. Uh, SatSackStudios.com. Uh, follow me at T Park Podcast. Follow Andrew at the Intern TPP. And see you in November. <laughs> <laughs>